Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'm looking forward to watching Micah Parsons. Short of the touchdown as Micah Parsons made that play. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Parsons has it, and the ball's out. And boy, them Cowboys, I tell you, them Cowboys, they got back up again. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. Actor, Blake. Anderson, Bills wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, and now it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Michael Irvin slated to join us in 20 minutes' time. I'll tell you how the sausage is made when it gets made. Uh, I asked him yesterday before the game, can he do it? He said, yeah, and he gave me a couple times. Uh, I responded on my iPad to him, and I don't think it went through. So oh. I this morning said, hey, I'm calling you soon. I haven't heard from him. So he'll either be calling in in 18 minutes time or we'll be talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we're rolling here. I, I just shoot you straight from the heart, from the gut. Did a lot of that in the first, uh, the first hour of this program. Um, talked with Albert Breer about the Antonio Brown fake vaccination card that has cost him three games. He was supposed to be ba- maybe being two weeks away from returning from injury anyway. Um, and, and, and I just basically said, I, I, I would never act in that manner. Uh, I would never tell you guys I'm vaccinated and walk around you and let you go home to your beautiful baby boy, Chris. I'd never do that in a million years. And so, um, as I pointed out, Bruce Arians has been treated for three forms of cancer. And so, um, he was asked about it today during, I think the last 20 minutes, if I could guess, based on the email that was sent out by the NFL network top-notch news desk and arian said he's going to address suspended players when their suspension is over no decision has been made about their future when asked about um the whole situation quote yeah arian said quote yeah it pisses me off i just hope they don't stop looking arian said about league's investigation into covid19 vaccination cards when asked if he thought there were more abuses in the league, he said, quote, unquote, maybe. Pointed out how there hasn't been a uh, an outbreak in a position room for the last two years. The team has done an excellent job with COVID, and that's what also pisses him off. Um, then one more time, he was asked about the suspensions. Bruce Aarons, this is as uh, B.A. as it gets. You ready for this one? Quote. I know everybody wants the other story, but we're playing the Falcons. I don't give a S about that. End quote. 
Bucks Falcons, you know, all bets get off when that happens, you know? So. Yeah, those are always fun games. So that's the latest there. Uh, phone lines have been lit today. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. TJ's big-ass grab bag coming up later okay. on in this uh, in this hour. Yes. I, oh, what's in the box? That's coming up later. Do you have any hint of what you're, what's in your, what's in the box? Well, the hint is I'm going to take the lead from you. Oh. You know, you've been doing a lot of crowing this week. Okay. And you've been saying it with your chest. You, so this is going to be crows? dedicated Cameron? to people who, you know, who maybe also like to say it with their chest. Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll so the that. top five, your five chesty uh, people. Poop, poop talkers? Is that you saying? It could be something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. 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 Just a little preview. I kind of like that. <laughs> I've inspired TJ's big ass rap back for the week. Telling you, man, I was Very up. Good. I was up late trying to get this list together. Very good. All right. Um, and uh, hour number three, Emmanuel Sanders of the Buffalo Bills will be joining us. That's a big game coming up on Monday, Christopher. We're gonna be talking about that all day on Monday, Can't based wait. on also everything else that's going on on Sunday. Saturday's Can't a huge day wait. as well. Um, so uh, with so much happening this weekend, starting tonight, Warriors and Suns, so much happening. Um, we're going to do our new segment, the name of which I keep forgetting. Um, <laughs> so we've now come up with a drop finally for our new segment that I think is very popular. I think it's very catchy. Great segment. Uh, do, you, do you have the new drop over there? I do. There you go. Play it. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. Oh, very good. I like it. <laughs> wow. Excellent. Wow. That's very, uh, that's that very uh, peppy. We need that music. I don't know. That. Was that, what was, was that Axel, Fo- was yeah, that no. Axel F? Was that Harold Faltermeyer? What was that? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's pretty good, though. I like, like that. I don't know. Some Herbie Hancock B side. That's very Herbie Hancock. <laughs> you and Herbie Hancock. I went, I, I don't know why I went Harold Faltermeyer, but that's the guy who did it. I don't, why do I remember stuff like that? He's I, the guy who who did the Beverly Hills Cop music. Okay. Yeah. That was him? I thought that was somebody else. I'm almost sure that's what it was. Bam, bam. All right. What do you got over there, Christopher? Okay. Here we some... go. Here we go. Here yeah, we go. All right. All these uh, have to do with this weekend. We will have an answer to them on Monday. Uh, okay. These two teams are playing each other. Chargers, Bengals. Now, I'm not going to go quarterbacks. I'm going to okay. go running backs. Which of these dynamic backs has more total yards on Sunday? Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon. <sighs> Joe's been on fire lately. I'm aware. And this Chargers team has just been having trouble just stopping that run. More often than not, I've got to go with Joe Mixon in this one. He's been stupendous this year. He has been terrific. Really coming on. And the Chargers are going to have to go into the jungle. The Chargers are going to have to go into the jungle early window, west coast to the early window, east coast. And, you know, that didn't go very well for them in Baltimore last time they strolled into an AFC North contest. No, but this on the is road. one of those weird games where we're kind of expecting a Bengals blowout uh, and gonna, the Chargers might come in and pull an upset. Who even knows? though Austin Eckler is one of those uh, Rich Eisen show favorites, I'll go with Joe Mixon on that one. I'll go with Joe Mixon on what's more likely. Okay, okay, what's more likely? Okay. You like Joe Mixon. Okay. All right, what's more likely? Now, I had these all teed up for yesterday. Okay, okay. so today it's been, uh, you know, Joe Judge came out and said Daniel Jones is out. Okay. Okay. What's more likely, uh, New York teams, a Jets second straight win or a Giants second straight win? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go because the Jets take on the, the uh, Eagles, right? Right. Oh my God. And the Giants with Mike Glennon, knock on wood if you're yeah. with me, Glennon, McGlennon. Uh, McGlennon, which is what, Sapp which is what Sap call. called him. Um, I'll go with Jets. I'll say that's more likely. I'll say a Jets second straight win. 
Zach Wilson will play a terrific game. The Eagles might still have uh, a little bit of the old stench from last week's visit to MetLife. They're back at MetLife. And Jalen Hurts is questionable for that game, as you and I are talking right now, Christopher. Nick Sirianni mentioned that today. Use the word questionable. So it could be Gardner Minshew versus uh, Zach Wilson. So I'll, I'll go with the Jets, Chris. I'll okay. go with the Jets. All right, go one. with the Jets. All right, here we go. Next one up, we got a couple of division games with home dogs. Division game with home dogs. Which home dog likely to pull an upset here? Falcons over Bucks. Yes. Seahawks over 49 I'll say Falcons over Bucks, man. That's what I'll say. Really? Can no we get Kyle Pitts some catches and in the end zone for crying out loud? I mean, what's happening with that one? How does he have one catch last week? What is going on with Kyle Pitts not getting the ball? Like, he should be getting it 19 times a game. It does seem criminal. Come on, man. I know Cordell Patterson is is terrific, and that's where the offense runs through. But I I will go with the Falcons having that opportunity. I have zero confidence in Seattle's ability to – I saw that Shane Waldron, the offensive coordinator, said they got to get DK Metcalf the ball more. Like, yeah, think? Uh, Yeah, no kidding. You think? No bleep, Sherlock. I mean, yeah. gosh. But again, that's what happens when you can't run the ball. Just take away DK and let Tyler Lockett have his day. So they got to do something. I, I, I mean, I, why I would can't go, they do what Seattle's done with Debo with uh, with him? I will go. Yeah, maybe so. You know, get him the ball anyway. And I wonder if we'll see. I, I wonder if we'll see the Niners use Ayuk in that way. If Debo's out, Debo's definitely not. He's out a couple weeks. Right? I, I don't think Debo's playing this game. Which helps Seattle, but I would take Atlanta okay. over 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 Seattle's opportunity to All upset. Right, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. All right, a couple more, a couple more. You talked about it earlier. What uh, could happen in the college football landscape tomorrow, and how the playoff might end up? So, what's more likely, the playoff ends up chalk or Notre Dame sneaks in? Um, I think Notre Dame sneaks in. Think we get a Baylor? Maybe I think Baylor there. beats yeah. Oklahoma State or Houston surprises Cincinnati. I don't. I don't. I, I. I would. I'd say Baylor beating Oklahoma State would would work. Um, and I, and I think so. The chalk would be what? What do you consider chalk though? Georgia beats Alabama, and then Oklahoma State wins, and Houston. Cincinnati, Michigan win. That's chalk. That's I think. Your chalk? I think that scenario right there, the favorites win. That's chalk. I'll say Baylor beats Oklahoma State and Notre Dame gets in. Okay. Because I think the football gods want Michigan to play Notre Dame, and they want Marcus oh, Freeman, whose that. entrance into the uh, players' locker room, into the awesome. locker room, was uh, something to behold. Notre Dame put that one out, and it's gone viral, and rightfully so. I think. I think the football gods want the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to make the final four just to keep that thing alive. And I think the college football playoff committee would want that in the worst way as well, all due respect to the Big 12. Although I think the football committee would like to back up the Big 12 too right now. I think they would like to get the Big 12 nice and pumped up. Certainly if Cincinnati makes it too, before they join the Big 12, that would be two Big 12 teams in technically. But I think Notre Dame makes it. How does that sound? I love it. No chalk. Rich, I love that. Okay. All right, last one, NBA tonight. Suns and Warriors do it again. So what's more likely, the Suns' win streak rolls on or the Warriors bring it to an end? I think the Warriors end it tonight. I think the Warriors do end it tonight. I think they play better. No Devin they Booker won- tonight. I, I, yeah, and, and, yeah, and how about they don't turn it over 90 million times? They had, I mean, that was kind of wild on Tuesday night. 
But I do think the Warriors come up with that W tonight. And then look out. Clay will come back eventually. Yeah. Wiseman will hopefully come back in a couple of uh, weeks or months if necessary. And then I think we might look see out. a 40 burger or something tonight. What's happening. more likely? That's the um, Western Conference Finals or Ooh. someone from the field pops in? Good one. Good one. Good one. What, I'm going to say. What do you say there? I'm gonna I, know, say... I, know, I, know, I know I counseled you to give me stuff that's oh, yeah, just boxed in the weekend. We find out I'm right now away. going back to you uh, over the steering wheel. I'm going to say this is the finals. TJ Jefferson, your thoughts? Is this a finals preview, or what's more likely? Suns Warriors Mm -hmm. coming up in late May. You like we're watching, we're settling in for a Memorial Day weekend uh, Western Conference Finals between these two teams, Mm -hmm. or somebody else from the field pops in. I think I got to go with the field. Who from the field pops in? I I mean, the field just means that could be anybody. I understand that. And what's most likely from the field? See, this is the way this. Uh, I, I see what's more likely coming uh, I mean. down the pike. It's just that, that we're, it can't end. It just it can't end. It's so like looking in a mirror from the into Western a Conference, or am I getting correct? The field from the no, field, field from, from the, the Western West, Conference. The West. Who would be the one to pop in so to burst U- this? You got Wars. Utah. You got Dallas and the Lakers. Maybe now, get you know it together. What, I, 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 what about the Trailblazers? Now that they bounced their general manager, I take it back. I do believe it'll probably one of those two. Going, now that I think about no, it. No, it's not one of those no, two making is it. This the finals? Is this the Western Conference Finals? Yay or nay? I say, say no. You say no. no. I'll say yes. He's too focused on the grab bag. It's okay. Is that you're 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 ready to? You're, you're, <laughs> well, no, because at first I was thinking East Coast, the Eastern Conference, and then I no I no just no. no. Got we're just use. just we're just we're just putting I, it here. Utah looks like they could. Maybe they play good enough defense. I mean, it's not even – we're weeks from Christmas, which is oh, the quarter even, post point yeah, of the yeah. NBA so, season. I know. I know there's a long way to go here. Sixers oh. currently out of the playoffs, TJ. Yeah, I mean, look, we were 8-2 and two when, when Embiid went out. Then he was gone for like eight games. I think we lost seven out of eight. Yeah. So, Hey, you have Embiid in your fantasy team. It looked like he was gone two nights ago. He what? took he, – he was like one for 90 oh, from yeah, the field against, that night. Oh, uh, yeah, against the Celtics. Yeah. That was, that was a game was not fun to watch. <laughs> okay, uh, let's take some phone calls. Uh, Michael Irvin will be joining us shortly. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, Rob in Columbus, Ohio. What's up, Rob? Gentlemen, happy holidays. Same uh-huh. to you. Same to you. Hope this uh, weekend finds you well, Rich. You open the Monday show. Yes. Uh, by saying, because you're a lead pipe, really professional, that you have been doing the show for seven years and you never got to do what you did on Monday. That's correct. In regards to the Ohio State-Michigan game. That's correct. I had the exact same feeling back in 1994. My freshman year in high school was 1987. Oh, Bruce wins his last game in that series. Yep. We didn't win again until I was able to buy my own beer. <laughs> so I, um, I, I, keep, I kept telling it, everyone in your town that it's a cyclical situation it Absolutely. is it Absolutely. is but you know nobody nobody under heard me and they always thought that it's never going to change and 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 they kept on saying it doesn't matter because it's about what right now did you win this past weekend and so now i'm kind of doing the same thing you know and now i'm being told you can't ignore the last few years it's your first in 10 years too bad 101 that's the way i'm saying all due respect <laughs> Look, man, it's under normal circumstances, we have our family has skin in the game with that. Um, the very first Ohio State player to receive Heisman votes was a gentleman named Gene Fackety, who was a 
teacher of my mother and her siblings in high school. Oh, that's neat. Um, my late father-in-law met my late mother-in-law as students at Ohio State. We have gold pants in our house from when, when uh, uh, Ray was a um, student assistant under Coach Hayes. So it means a lot here um, for me personally. But my best friend, who I met the first day of kindergarten in 1978, who's still my best friend to this day, he's a big Michigan fan. Um, I'm happy for you guys. Thank you. I am enjoying like hell, and I can't, I can't even properly verbalize how much fun I'm having watching you celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, so this is what I look like when, when my teams win and I go completely off the reservation because you're doing it on a national level, yes. on a plane, and, and guys, you guys are in the studio, so you've been watching it and enjoying it all week long. <laughs> I have your stuff on YouTube on a loop. God bless you, sir. I've been watching this all, all week long. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank Bachman you. Take the under. Um. Oh, Rob! <laughs> Rob's giving you some information. Oh, Rob oh, from Columbus right was. He, by the way, was, um, by the way, that was that was a sneaky good tip right there. Like he that. snuck that one in. He literally snuck that one in. Literally snuck it in. And one more thing, Rich. Yeah. I, uh, they when Michigan played at uh, Chapel Hill the other night, they brought up um, your dear late friend and a tremendous dude. Yes, too. Um, Stuart Scott. As a cancer survivor, um, I implore your listeners and your viewers and your fans and your friends, do something to help someone else in this, this season of giving. We make a lot of noise about our teams. And, Rich, I found a kindred spirit in you. I had no idea anybody hated Notre Dame as much as I did. That's a platform. Yes. Um, By the way, it's not just any national platform, Rob. If you want my best Notre Dame stuff. Well, Rob, Rob, it's not just any national platform. It's NBC Sports on Peacock, and NBC Sports is the home of Notre Dame football. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just enjoying every last bit. And kudos to my friends and colleagues at NF- NBC Sports. For they, they don't say a word to me. They're like, go ahead, do what you want to do. You're giving so. it to them with the long handle spoon, brother, and I can applaud you. <laughs> Thanks very much. Rob in Columbus, wow, Ohio. Rock, 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 rock. A long Rob handle gets spoon. Oh, Rob gets wrecked. Well, somebody who's he enjoyed me uh, being chesty and talking, uh, being mouthy on Sunday. It all started on NFL Network on Sunday morning. So Irv enjoyed it. So let's take a break. Let's uh, Let's call Michael Irvin's phone. Make sure he got my text. <laughs> <laughs> Love this man. And he's no doubt fired up about his Cowboys. He was in Dak's ear during the end of the game. He was all over the place last night. Hugging CD. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers. Roof racks exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. I wanted to show this to you because, you know, I've been having my fun with Notre Dame being a stepping stone job and stuff like that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. so, of course, Notre Dame has um, the ability to flex back. <laughs> you well, know, they, they, are, they are Notre they're, Dame. They're Notre Dame. They're Notre Dame. They're Notre Dame. A storied, uh, historic franchise that now has a 35-year-old dynamic coach um, who it's obvious the players adore. He's the defensive coordinator who has been elevated to the gig. Marcus Freeman, this is the moment that he was brought in amongst the uh, the kids who last time they took a knee and were listening to a coach, it was Brian Kelly. Um, and we all know that didn't go all that terrifically well for them. And it's been no doubt a very long week for these players who have a chance to be in the national championship semifinal and learn that by uh, tomorrow night. So this is some neat stuff. This is going to show you that it uh, looks like, uh, according to the reaction in the locker room, Notre Dame made the right hire. What I'm going to do now, okay, because you're a brand new head football coach. There's no way Brian Kelly ever got that reaction. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sit there and you know. Well, it's a different, different scenario. I mean, Brian Kelly's the one who walked into their room and he was that authority figure the entire time, and yeah. they didn't, he, you know, they didn't relate to Brian. Kelly. Well, not in that way. I mean, right. again, this is a, an assistant who, at age 35, is now gotten his major opportunity and he's like i'm there for you i'm i got this right don't worry we're cool you know me i know you our relationship is rock solid even though you had your foundation about your feelings about your coach and your feelings that you had a a rock there in him don't worry i'm that rock now and he walked in like a rock star in that nice suit right <laughs> He comes in, let's go. I mean, it's a different energy. He's a different person, obviously. So, Pretty cool, huh? I love it. Pretty got, cool. Kind of makes sponsor. you want to root for him. Kind of. And then you realize they're Notre Dame. Yeah. It's like, you yeah, can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're somebody from New Jersey and, you know, <laughs> don't you, act like you, really, yeah. you, you act like you really love them. I don't have everything ready. That guy. That's the guy I'm referring to. See, Mike, if you don't want to be smeared, come to work. <laughs> 
844-204-RICH, number to dial. Irv is either traveling or whatever. We'll, we'll get to him in a second. But meanwhile, we got tons of phone calls to get to. Um, so uh, let's go to um, Fitz in Dallas. What's up, Fitz? You there, Fitz? Hey, now. Hey, Hank Kingsley ever has just joined us. What's up, Fitz? Hey, first of all, TJ, all is calm and bright in Dallas today. So panic button has been pushed to the side. We are all gravy. Got a few days off to relax now. Praise the Lord. Um, (laughs) First of all, so not only my Dallas Cowboy fan, or not only a Dallas Cowboy, but I'm an Oklahoma State Cowboy. Okay. okay. And Rich, I have loved your chest thumping after that Michigan throttling of Ohio State. It was spectacular. Um, and I waited until the end of the week to share some chest thumping after my Oklahoma State Cowboys smacked around our nemesis, those pesky OU Sooners. And to make it even sweeter, yes, was Lincoln was Lincoln Riley bailing and headed West Coast bound. You ne- you you sent him packing. You you're the one who sent Woo! him. Well, I mean, sort of the money that USC gave him, but you, but but he left Oklahoma off an L. You know, that's what you're saying. It was spectacular, and you know what? Sooners have fun in the SEC. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can say. Good luck. Good luck with that recruiting. We got this handled in the Big Twelve. So, what's okay. your concern about Baylor, though? What's what's that? What's your what's your Rich? That's where I was going to next. I okay. mean, I, you know, I hear you, and I know I, I've got to all due respect you. Okay, <laughs> we've already taken care of care of Baylor once this year. We thumped him twenty four fourteen at their house. This is a neutral site. We've got we are favored by five and a half, and I think we're good. And again, you know, I always pull for you, Rich, but go against Michigan this weekend. No, Hawkeyes. I know that. I totally, and I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You need, you need help. You need help to get in. And obviously that would be one path for you to get in and good luck. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Go right back it. Right, there you go. Anybody who's hey, anybody man. who starts their call with a, Hey now, Hey now. Hey now. Oh. Hank Kingsley, one of the greatest great. television characters in the history of television and characters played by the actor, Jeffrey Tambor and the Gary Shandling, uh, brilliant Larry Sanders show. Brilliant. That show holds up. When was the last time you watched that show? I need to do a, oh. a, a deep re, a deep rewatch. I need to do a deep rewatch of that. There's too much. I, there's too much to watch. Watching that show, you know, every single time I watch one of our videos back, because, you know, I, I as a professional want to see how it plays. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I know how it plays when I say it. I just want to make sure that after I say it, I said it properly. Is right. there a way? I, I do look back and on on videos of the show to see did I say something too quickly? Did I not listen to one of you guys when you said something because I was too in my own head to say something? I literally do look at that stuff, and then when I do, I just think of Larry Sanders going back to his house after taping a show and watching himself every single night, <laughs> and I'm like, am I that guy? <laughs> am I that guy? I mean, I'm do, I don't do it's, it just to watch me back because I like seeing myself on TV. It's live TV. You do it, it's over with. Yeah. Move on no, to the next you, But day. you do learn something from oh, it. I, know. I, got, I got that advice from an actor friend of mine when I first started doing this, and I told him I said something really dumb. He goes, here's your first mistake. He goes, never go back and watch it. He goes, because nothing uh, good can come from that's it. That's not true. 
I don't know, man. I've, I've That's s- not true. I, I have learned stuff about, you know, how I can perform better. Because yeah. there is a... There is a performative aspect to this job, yeah. which is why I love to do it as well. Because, you know, I'm, I'm an entertainer at heart. I like to give okay. away cash and prizes. Well, and, I, and next week you're going to do a fake Southern accent. That's so right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't you know, get I do do a read every week for, uh, for, uh, for uh, Monday Night Football for um, Southern Recipe Pork Rind. Oh, please. Should, should please. I do it in yes. an accent this yes. time around? Yes. That's mandatory. Mandatory. Should I, do the read, should I do the read in a total mandatory. southern accent? Well, let us hear it first, and then we'll give you a, an honest I don't know. i got to watch back Brian Kelly's tape. Yeah, yeah. You do some tape on Brian Kelly. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go to Brian Chip Chip in Maine. What's up, Chip? Yeah, Coming Chip. to you straight from Maine. What's up, Chip? God, country, and Notre Dame. <laughs> that's what it. a walk that's, that's, that's how I will begin things, fellas. I, I can't. I, got, I had to call in and break up this group hug among you Michigan fans. Um, <laughs> I just want you to know that uh, we as Notre Dame fans are glad to see Brian Kelly gone, not just because he's gone, but the fact that I, for one, am so excited at the prospect of the SEC finally exposing Brian Kelly. He will be exposed for what he is. He's a lazy recruiter. He's a snake oil salesman, and he he can never win showdown games. Notre Dame has had several over the years. I think you remember the Michigan beat down a year or two ago, uh, the Miami game in which they were thumped, and not in the most egregious of those games is this year against Cincinnati. You think Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, or any of those quality coaches would have been would have uh, had the challenge in front of them of a Power 5 team trying to make their name? And that, do you think it might have come up in the locker room before the game that they might have said, they can make all the name they want, they're not going to make it here? Brian Kelly lets that team come into Notre Dame and make that name against his team. This guy will be exposed every week in the SEC as a showdown game. Brian Kelly has failed in every one of those games in the last 10 years. He is a laser recruiter, and that will be exposed. Now, the last thing I want to say to you guys, if I have the time, is this. Dude, your, 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 phone is, your phone is, your I don't know where you are. Like you, you either have to put it a little bit closer to your face or something like that or pick it up, or what do you, what do you got? You there, Chip? How's this, fellas? Oh, my God. It's like you're sitting next to us, not calling from Maine. It's literally like you're right next to us. So go for it. Okay, fantastic. The last thing I do want to throw out is this. Yeah. As much as we're looking forward to Marcus Freeman taking us to that next level, his recruiting is off the charts right now. Notre Dame has classes at this point. Brian Kelly never established. As much as we're looking forward to the resurrection, we're also looking forward to playing Michigan again so we can kick their butt so many times. Hey, call your your AD Jack Swarbrick. He, He honestly... Uh, a, a child born right now can have a bris and then a bar mitzvah before we play again. And I know, I know you use the word resurrection, and we're coming from different parts of this equation, you know. But come on, man, look within your own house for that. You know, but I got to tell you, right, and I, that is a fair point. And I will say this: resurrection from our end is, is you know, in my, from my perspective, it's the same as yours. You guys have not, you know, you've not been your rivalry. You haven't been where you want. Well, Notre Dame's been, you know, on the cusp by beating terrible ACC teams, mm-hmm. and when they get to the playoff, they're getting smoked. So we're kind of in the same spot. You know, we both, you and I, one of the most things I appreciate you most about you most, Rich, is that yes. you know, out of all the talking heads in the media, all they want to do is yak about the SEC. You get cold weather football. Oh yeah, you love cold weather. Football. I sure do. And do so do we. So we can all agree: Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, all of us guys in the cold weather area. 
we can pray and hope for and together root for the resurrection of cold weather football back on the national stage. Well done. And I really feel like that the Michigan victory last week, I, I just have all the optimism in the world about Marcus Freeman. Uh, Ohio State will remain Ohio State. I, th- I think we have a lot to look forward to, and we can celebrate that. All right, let's give Chip a slow clap, a Charles S. Dutton-like clap. Like, we just love what's on that side, that stadium of yours, man. Well done. Let's chip in, o- in, in Maine. Thanks, man. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. seven represent. There you go. <laughs> Hometown Brockman. Brian in North Carolina. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Brian? North Carolina. Yeah, what's up? Oh, what's up? <laughs> Our callers today are on one, man. I'm loving it. What's up, Brian? I've been Brian? waiting, so I was making a sandwich, but I, I did have a take on uh, what kind uh, of sandwich? What's, it, what's, what's sandwich? Brian Kelly? What, what's your and sandwich was, first, uh, Brian? Brian, what's your yeah, what sandwich? Kind of sandwich? What sandwich you got? Oh, uh, just some smoked turkey, pepper jack cheese. Oh, nice. All right. Health you know, nut. Something real simple. Are you, you using know, the ends home, of the bed? That's what we're doing. You, we, we got time to make sandwiches and call you. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you just uh, yeah. ask him if he's using the heels? The bread? Yeah, I was wondering what, what bread he was using. Well, I had that for breakfast today. It was amazing. All right, Brian, what's on your mind? Well, I I just you know I love the Brian Kelly uh, Southern accent thing because uh, yeah I, I know exactly what he's doing. He, he he's a salesman, man. Like yeah, you know, I, I'm in sales. I work from home. This isn't my first sales job. Uh, I actually went to a I played a Division two football down in Newberry, South Carolina, where we had a call center. Where uh, we were calling out and getting, done. I'm not proud of it. I hated it, um, but I was good at it, and I was really good at it when, you know, he started uh, pitching. Uh, oh, we're calling on behalf of the South Carolina Fraternal Order of Police. Wow, and, uh, we're you know, we're just looking for a donation. Wow, well done. That was well, that Brian. Really well done. Wow. <laughs> See, okay. So, yeah. is, is your last name Kelly? Brian, I mean that was that good. Was that, that's, that's how good that was. Five more, but I, I don't know if that matters. Um, yeah, no, like growing up, you know, in South Carolina, I uh, never really had an accent, and even was accused of being from like the Midwest and stuff. But I hear like I said, you. you start call, you start of calling course. people around the South and asking them for money. They uh, yeah, bless your little heart, you know, like that's yeah. you know oh, what I mean. Bless, bless your heart, of course. How about you? Exactly, that's the way it goes. Thanks for the call, Brian. Enjoy that sandwich. Enjoy, Enjoy the sandwich, everybody. Hey man, I could I could talk like anybody else from back home. You know how it goes. You know what I mean? I didn't catch the accent. Slip right in there. I was busy noticing the guy behind him was dressed just like Del Tufo. Wait, Brian, Kelly? Yeah. Brian Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Del Tufo wear? He's got the <laughs> cargo. He's got the shorts. cargo shorts. I know I'm the audio guy, but I wasn't really listening. I was busy looking at that. Did Del Tufo fly to Louisiana <laughs> Maybe to be that's there? Where he he's is. not here now? Maybe that's where he He is. was doing the audio for that. Yeah. We snuck on midcourt. He can't quit Brian <laughs> Kelly. He's going to follow him everywhere. He can't quit him for 12 years of Newt Rockney-type winning. He's going there. That does look like Del Tufo. Oh, my God. Is that his family on the field? Uh, on the court? Well, I got to assume so. I would imagine. So, yeah. I have no idea. But. His kids? His family? I am family. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. This that was a favorite, roast This is my thought. favorite story. This is my favorite story. What is? The Brian Kelly fake accent. I mean, he did it. it. Like, he literally did have that a couple of, he did have a couple of moments where he went right into it. Yep. He's from Massachusetts and he spent the last three and a half decades coaching football in Michigan or and Indiana and Ohio, yep. the Midwest. Yeah. Now, does he, does he do that when he goes into... Does he do different accents? Depending on where he's Is he recruiting? like the Frank Caliendo of recruiting, where he'll do just different voices going into people's houses? The Caliendo of recruiting? <laughs> Caliendo of recruiting. 
Should we get Frank on the phone to break down uh, <laughs> Brian? Ke- I love that Brian Kelly's uh, accent. Oh my gosh, Tom in Ohio, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tom? Hey, Rich, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. What's on your mind, Tom? Well, uh, as a lifelong Notre Dame fan, mm-hmm. um, I didn't think that the uh, you know the week could get any better after uh, Old Tomato Face walked out on us Old tomato and <laughs> you know when he gets to the sec hopefully they got good anger management programs up there for them because he's going to get he's going to get thumped but um you know when they named marcus uh our new head coach mm-hmm. that that made the week get a lot better a lot better and uh the last thing i want to say is uh you know uh, hopefully Michigan will get, you know, get kind of put in their place and Notre Dame will get in where they belong and that uh, the Ohio State Buckeye fans can never say that Michigan is a basketball school again after this week. I agree. So w- when you say Michigan <laughs> w- when you say Michigan gets put in its place, what is what is Michigan's place? Rank second overall? Is that what you're saying? Because that's their current place. Bowl, probably that's... in a bowl game like the Outback Bowl or something with oh. Ohio State again. Oh. <laughs> that's what I really hope for. Okay. See, this is why this is why we have conversations because you dislike yeah. my school, I dislike your school. Um, yeah, your yeah. M- my school has not had a, a film made about it about a, a a real life figure based on a true story and that's in 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 air quotes and you have um, and uh, my my school has somebody who who used to play there come back because that's where he wants to be and uh, what's his I wrote this an old tomato face is the one who the beats New Rockney's record yeah. and then and drops deuces. The reason, right? the reason he got the name of, of Tomato Face is when he first came to Notre Dame, he was like, you know, he was a maniac on the sidelines. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the, of the first few games. I know. Anytime the players would come off the field, his face would turn completely red like a big giant tomato, and he would just scream and holler. He had to go through, many, he had to go through anger management uh, you know, programs just to stay as coach then they wanted rid of him then i think i think the leadership at notre dame is is more happy than what they're ever going to let on tom thanks for the call tom in ohio right there this is fun isn't it (laughs) this is great we're chopping it up today what's up you ready for your bag oh yeah okay let's take a break we'll come back because tom in ohio's chesty everybody's chesty this week we're just everybody's just coming out am i i've inspired people to be themselves Coming out. Just kind of feel it. They're feel it a little bit. Feeling like, you. Oh, God, I have written so many checks oh, oh, you guys in the last tomorrow. 90 <laughs> to 150 hours. Oh, you better win. Tomorrow. I have been a check writer. I have not checked myself. I have written checks. That is what I've done. <laughs> apparently, that has inspired TJ's big-ass grab bag, his top five. When we come back, more of your phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on this fun Friday. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, 
Bill Burr and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Rich Eisen Show. But anyway, we're back here. You try. Uh, uh, Jay... You've got something you want to bring to the uh, attention of the group here, as well as Peacock and Sirius XM Channel 85? I do. So, you, uh, for those who don't know it already, we have a bet every year in my fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tattoo bet. Mm-hmm. This year is the Rich Eisen Running Man Show logo. Yes. Loser has to get it tattooed on their ass. Okay, and <laughs> when you say loser, it's just everybody in the league. I thought it was just you and it's somebody. It's just us, head-to-head uh, with River. Your buddy River was called in the show. He okay. called in. Yeah. Okay, so, so again, whoever has the worst record, regular season or finish entirely? Regular season. Regular season, okay. So whoever has the worst record in the regular season must receive a tattoo, and the tattoo, the ink that's been chosen this year is our show logo, correct? Right. Now, there's been other ink as well in previous years? Uh, yeah, like last year I got the word river written on my ass. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. So that- when you had back surgery, <laughs> the doctor's like, what? What?" <laughs> Apparently the last thing I said uh-huh. when they were putting me under was, my ass says river. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of my team, by the way. Okay. Very good. So wow. you have an update? Yeah. So we have uh, clinched a losing spot. Uh, so after drafting my team slightly inebriated mm-hmm. or blacked out, <laughs> yeah, uh, I took mostly Buck players and the diminisher, mm-hmm. and finishing ten and two, I will not be getting the yeah! ass tattoo. Nice. River, there you go. There's River. Look at him with his hair slicked back, looking very nice. And um, I don't know what, what's with the flowers in the background. What is that? That's pretty. <laughs> you know, okay. This was the only photo I could find of him. That okay, wasn't. the butt tattoo bet. Jay Felt with the asterisk uh, wins. And so um, it's interesting you use the term clinched, by the way. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You could have basically said secured. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, when's it Already, going down? I mean, this is how, what? The, damn. So yeah, I, so I, was like, nine, I was 9 and 0. And at that point, he oh, became kind right. of a sore loser and wasn't happy about it. But oh. he has now decided he wants to do it on his birthday with his mother there. And he's being a good sport Oh, my God. It. Wow. So when is this? Can we uh, it's like, February. film it or something? Yeah, I'll, no, I'll go. No, we don't want to do that. No, we don't. <laughs> By the way, that's something. Content. I couldn't ever, you know my mom. Hey, mom, hey, mom. Uh, I, I need you to come uh, and, and, and be there while I get something tattooed on my ass. Will you do it? Like, I, I don't even know how that would go, that conversation would go. No, it, Poorly. It would not go. There's no go there. There's no go. Oh, my God. Congratulations, Thank sir. you. It's the only thing <laughs> I can say. Appreciate it. 844-204-RICH, uh, number to dial here on the, uh, the program. TJ, it's a Friday. Oh, it's yes. time for us to, uh, to turn things over to our social media grandmaster for the big-ass grab bag, a.k.a. Uh, TJ's top five. Uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Yes, Jay. And like we always do at this time, hit the music. Uh, kaboom. <laughs> Guess who stepped in the room? TJ here. Now, listen, guys. Rich has been strutting around like a 
Peacock. NBC Sports yeah. on Peacock. Well done. Nice. Yes. He's been strutting around like a peacock all week, thanks, you know, to Michigan winning yes. and Ohio State becoming a school, school all of a sudden and Notre Dame becoming a stepping stone to better jobs. I mean, Rich has been feeling himself. He's been saying it with his chest. He's been talking a lot of smack. And... uh a whole lot of smack, I should say. Not just a lot of smack, a whole yeah. lot of smack. And it got me to thinking, you know, as someone who's been known to talk a little trash myself, yep. you know, Rich won't let me use my full abilities on social media to trash talk people. But, you know, that's fine. I'll, I'll hold back, you know. But as someone who has been known to talk a lot of trash, I do appreciate it. And uh-huh. Appreciate it. And it got me to thinking about some of the all-time great trash talkers. In sports. Now, this one was tough, guys, I like because this. you could have done a top 100 of trash of talkers, right? But there's only five. When I dig into the big ass grab bag, I can only pull out five, and that's what I did. So, with all due respect to Philip Rivers, who I put him in there as an honorable mention, because think about it a guy who says Dadgummit is roasting you, that's got to be awful, right? He's not even <laughs> cursing at you and he's roasting at you. So, with all due respect to Phil, this is TJ's top five trash talkers. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Now, coming at number five, this guy right now, he's an analyst, right? He works for the NFL Network. And if you've ever watched him, he talks a lot of smack. And it's like he's handcuffed by, like, FCC regulations. And it almost <laughs> makes you wonder, what would he say if he wasn't handcuffed? Like, what would Steve Smith say if he wasn't able yeah. to be held back? Like, Steve Smith has some of the best lines nice in the history one. of football. Whether ice it's, up, son. You know, ice up, son. Or he, a guy who I destroyed his career, Fred Smoot, if you remember that interview. Or what else he said? He wanted your mom, your sister, your auntie, your grandmother. He wanted them to be pissed off when they saw the highlights on Sports I Center. think he said, if you see this face, that means I've scored, I've scored or something yes. like that. Yeah. Someone else, right. when they went down to Carolina, he told them to mow, their lawn, mow his lawn. He's talking about, we're going to take your lunchbox and your applesauce and break your spork. Your spork, man. He's going to break your spork in half. It's a good one. Steve Smith <laughs> talked a lot <laughs> of trash, man, and he's definitely good. worthy of the, the number five spot. That's a good one. Coming in at number four, right? I had to go with an NBA player, and there were so many I could pick, right? How many guys talk trash? There's a lot. So I decided to pick the one guy who doesn't look like he'd be a master trash talker, and yet he was. And that's uh, from French Lick, Indiana. Yeah, you Larry Joe Bird. Bird. Larry <laughs> Joe Bird talked Larry a Bird lot of smack, fellas. And whether it's walking into an all-star game three-point contest and asking um, which one of you all is coming in second, second. or basically <laughs> going to the Atlanta Hawks and telling him every spot on the floor he was going to score and how he was going to score, or running past the bench and saying to a coach, hey, there's no one out here on the court that can stop me. Is there anyone on the bench that can? Larry Bird talked a lot of trash. And one of my favorite is Larry Bird. Let's put it this way. There was a player that tried to guard him that was um, was challenge of melanin. Let's put it that way. And Larry Bird was so offended that this man would have the audacity to think that he could stop him. He scored like 33 in the first quarter or the first half on him. Larry Bird talked mad trash. and. He's definitely worthy of being in this top five. Okay. Coming to number four, we're going to go old, old, old school. This is three. I'm sorry. Number three, yes. Yeah. Uh, old school. I'm going to go with Satchel Page on this. Oh. Satchel Page, legendary All right. Negro League pitcher. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, it was, you know, Satchel has a lot of great quotes, right? A lot of it can be trash talk. Like, once the story goes that he told his entire uh, team to stay on the bench 
because he was going to go out there and strike out the side on his own, and he did. And so the rest of the team stayed in the dugout. There was uh, nobody in the field. That's how the story goes, Rich. That, 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 that is the tale. Or, you know, he would tell you that he's got a curve so sneaky it might be your daddy. Like, come on. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> You know, he, he never threw an illegal pitch. The oh problem is, once in a while, he tossed one that ain't never been seen. And that was, a, you know, the beginnings of trash talk for the great Satchel Page, And I wanted to show respect and put him on this list. Now, coming in at number... That was number three. That was number three. Here's number two. You coming two in at go. number two. Finish you know i got to have a wrestler in here. And there's so many wrestlers that talk a lot of smack. But if you're going to have a list, you got to put the nature boy, Ric Flair. At number two, whether, you know, he's limousine riding and jet flying and kiss stealing and wheeling dealing and he lives in the biggest house on the biggest hill on the biggest side of town. And Rich, he's going to let you know that he spent more money on spilled liquor than you made last year. Maybe not you made last year, but, you know, somebody made last year. And, you know, Space Mountain, it's the oldest ride, but it's the longest line. (laughs) Ric Flair quotes can go on and on and on. He's definitely uh, worthy of being in the top five trash talkers and number one. This guy, I've said this before and I'll say it again. As far as sports idols goes, he is my idol. It's got to be Muhammad Ali. It's Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Your hands can't hit what your eyes can't see. You know, uh, this guy, he's too ugly to be world champion. If you ever dream about beating me, you better wake up and apologize. It's oh, yeah. The lines go on and on. Muhammad Ali was the greatest talker. He'd tell you what round he was going to beat you in, and then he would go out and beat you in it. He's the best, he's the greatest, and that's why he's number one Bad on man. TJ's trash talking top five. Like I said, this could have gone on forever, Rich. Sure. There's so many people. I could have put you in here. Well, after I mean, your, I've, I've been making a run. I've week. been making a run. You've been making a run. So as always, I like to know what everyone else thinks. You know, I know there's a lot of people I left yeah. off. 844 Rich. Let them trash talk your list. <laughs> Let's do that's it. That's the way it goes. 844 Rich. I was expecting Gary Payton in there. Yeah, like I said, not a bad one. Isn't, you know, you could have Conor McGregor in there. Gary That's Payton true. could be in there. Michael Jordan could be in there. There were so many, but I only got five spots. True. You, you did it yeah, right with Larry good. Bird. Larry Bird, he was, because he's like the most unlikely, right? Yeah. He doesn't look like a guy who would trash no, talk. he looks like your garbage man. <laughs> and yet he'd go out there and Right, he didn't look, he didn't look, like, he didn't no look anything like what he was going to do no, to you. No. nothing. And just think about it. The man's telling you, he's like, I'm going to play this whole half left-handed. And he does, and he puts up 42 on you with his offhand. Like, come on. If you had told somebody, you know, if you had a place like the the what's more likely, okay? (laughs) If what's more like, if this show existed in 1979, okay, and we did a what's more likely based on what's, what's more likely, Magic Johnson or Larry Bird wins championships, right? Multiple championships. It would all be, of course, it would be Magic Johnson from Michigan State. Night yeah. this kid out of French lick from Indiana State. Not the entire like time, his entire <laughs> life, his entire career until he showed up. And then we're like, oh, okay, okay. we get it. Yeah. Oh, 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 we, we back off. Oh, okay. Got it. We back off. Man, imagine if Larry Bird played now. But like I said, the Philip Rivers thing, imagine, like, the guy doesn't curse. I remember being in college and I was playing like a. Sega Genesis baseball game with a guy who was on my college baseball team. Nice kid from Canada. Uh-huh. I like to talk trash when we were playing video games. He wouldn't talk trash to me. And it bothered me more that he wouldn't say anything. And he was lumping me this game. Like, I like to like <laughs> talk trash, tell you about yourself, talk about your mom. So imagine Philip Rivers is coming out there and not swearing. But he's just roasting you, but saying, daggummit and gosh darn it. <laughs> that, that, that's got to kind of make you upset, right? And frustrating. Yeah. 
Speaking of Philly Riv, you think uh, Sean Payton gives him a call? No way. That's no. derelict of duty. Taysom Hill didn't look too bad until... Taysom Hill's going to be out for a while. Oh, did he get hurt again? Yeah, yeah his finger might need a... Same surgery. thing that Russell Wilson... Oh, my God. A lot of finger injuries lately. Yeah. Oh, my God. Called the mallet finger. Is that for I Ryan didn't know mallet? That, what that was. Ryan mallet? No, I think it's just a mallet. But you, you saw how it looked. It looks like you're, you know, you're hammering. It didn't it hung down? I have no idea. Yeah. Or it's just a guy named Mallet. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Taysom's gonna be out for a little bit. Oh my God, the Saints! Can they just stop the fight? I mean, it's that it's just one after another after another. What a what did they do? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what I don't know who's. Billy Riv is ready, I guess. He did say once the high school season was over, right? Yeah, I mean... He's been waiting. You know who I would call? And I know I know this is... I'd call Kaepernick. Why not? I mean, it's been eight. How long so, has it been? It's been, what, five years? Five years. But do you'd rather call a guy who was, who was you know, pushing 40? Now, the thing with Kaepernick, no, you know, I mean, my thing with Kaepernick is this, right? I'd love to see him get a shot. You I, just saw I, Taysom Hill do stuff last night. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, but I feel like this, Rich. I feel like if, if Colin got a shot right now midseason to come in, it's very difficult. Of course it is. Right? It's a, so, that's why, hate, so that's why I'm saying that's why you don't call Philip Rivers. I would hate to see him do that, right, and then potentially fail because he didn't have enough time to prepare, then you'd have all the naysayers saying, see what I told you. I'd rather, if he's going to come back, give him a full year, full off season to to prepare and try to come back as opposed to jumping in now. That's just my personal. You put up put up the, uh, the NFC standings, if you don't mind, because it's getting dire fast for the Saints. They have not won since Halloween Day, since the day that I was in SoFi watching the Patriots beat the uh, Chargers that day. Yep. What's Bobby they're, A. Bear doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're five and seven, twelve seed right now. Uh, I mean, it's get it's, but they're still only like, what if, what if Washington loses to the Raiders? Possible, right? Very. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Vikings are going to lose to the Lions though. No. I don't. Shouldn't. And Falcons lose to the Bucks. Five and seven is going to be in the mix, man. Kamara comes back. Trevor Simeon's just not an answer. I mean, it's just not an answer. Uh, Who's around? What are you going to do? Who can you get? I don't know. Somebody off the practice squad somewhere. I don't know. You saw Jake Fromm just got picked up. He's going to be McLennan's backup. Do you call, like, the Jets and see if unvaccinated Joe can come your way? I mean. Maybe. That's just. You got to get. It's desperate times for the Saints. Because you can't just say, well, that we're not. we're, we're, We're done. It's five and seven. There's still five games left. You still have five games left. Essentially, one-third of your schedule is still remaining this season, and you're only a half game out of the playoffs. You can't just say that's the one that way that one went. And you got to look around, right? You, who, who's out there? Got to be backups on That's why teams, I throw yeah. out the name of the only guy sitting at home who's played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I know that there's... A lot of discussion that comes when his name gets mentioned, but yeah. either you want to win or you don't. He's out there, obviously. So, there's that. Emmanuel Sanders of the Bills coming up in hour number three, and Blake Anderson coming up next, the comedian. Don't go anywhere. Okay, He's a comedian and actor.
Blake Cliff Anderson Kingsbury too. also said uh, Kyler and uh, D Hop are game time decisions. Oh my God! Like, what is going on with these guys? You think coming off the bye, that's a done deal, right? In five weeks. Wow, game time decision. Hey, at least for your fantasy, it's early. At least for your fantasy, it's early. Yeah. Still. So brutal. So it could be Colt McCoy going into Chicago. Was it the, how badly hurt was Kyler Murray? I know. It right? didn't even look bad when it happened. He threw a, what would have been, should have been a touchdown pass, but that's just first blush. What's he missed? Four games or five? He's missed four games four. and now the bye week. And D Hop has been out. Hold on a second. Is three that games. right? I think he's, worth, he's missed three games. Three games Colt McCoy week. won at San Francisco. Right. They got boat raced by Carolina at home. Right. And then they won at Seattle. And then they went on a bye. So, yeah, Kyler didn't play in November. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, there's that. Imagine expanding, Chris, as we talked about a few weeks ago. Colt McCoy versus Andy Dalton, for crying out loud. Expanding the NFL by how many teams, Chris? Eight? Uh, Yeah, we can't do that. I mean, who knows? I guess they can. You can do whatever you want to do. 30... Good starting quarterbacks right now. Yeah, the Cardinals played that first Thursday night. Uh, they played the Thursday night game on October 28th. So that was your week eight opener. And we have not seen Kyler Murray since week eight limping off the field. And then we didn't, haven't seen DeAndre Hopkins since he kept coming back on the field in that game, in which he had like a near 50-yard touchdown. We had a, yeah. But it got called back call because back he made some incredible like stiff arm on somebody's face mask, right. but then got hurt with his hamstring in it and didn't seem like he had a single hitch in his giddy-up the entire time. And then he snuck time. back in the game. And then and he snuck back in the game, and then he went out, and then he snuck back in the game again. Weird stuff that night that allows the Packers to hit their bye week rooting for the Bears. You know who the Packers play when they come off the bye? The Bears. Mm. So the Bears play one and two in the conference. Well, the Packers quarterback owns the Bears. so I'm aware of that, and so yeah. is everyone else. And you know what? It's difficult to dispute that supposition, sir. Yeah. 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers is going to take on the Bears coming off the bye. <laughs> 